Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. And welcome. This is Pat Gray. You know, some people call me Mr. Rap. <laughs> Mr. Twitter. Uh-huh. Uh, Mr. Steak. Mr. Zazzle, we found out yesterday. Mr. Zazzle. Yeah. Some call me the Space Cowboy. Uh, some call me the Gangster of Love. Is that right? Some people call me Maurice. Um, but uh, I speak of the Poppetus of Love. And uh, I guess that's where we'll start today. Wow. I'm going to yeah. call you Maurice now. I didn't know All that. Right. Yeah, some people do. Wow. Are you a picker? Uh, no. Okay. Mm-mm. <laughs> You are you play the guitar. <laughs> uh, Paul Kangor going to join us later on too to yeah. discuss the uh, disturbing trend about expanding the acceptance of socialism in yep. the country. Jeez. So we'll uh, we'll get into that with him. Yeah, he wrote that book on um, on that communist mentor of Barack Obama a few years ago. If you remember that, yes. What's his face? Gosh, man, Frank Marshall Davis. Yes, right? Frank yeah. Marshall Davis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good book. Yeah, he does some research, man. Um, all right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Smirk Smirkette uh, tweets, I had a gastric bypass surgery a few years ago. Lost a lot of weight. My body's been trying to help me recover since and I have gradually gained some back. I got my Riduzone. Early last month, and as of today, 13 pounds gone. Nice. Feeling great. Fantastic. That is so cool. Way to go. That is great. I love success stories. You know, and maybe Riduzone will help you too. It helps you fight cravings. And it kicks your metabolism into gear. It speeds it up. Contains OEA, which is a molecule naturally present in your body. Uh, And this just gives you more of it to strengthen that signal to your brain that you're full. And it's not a stimulant. It won't make you feel jittery. It doesn't contain any caffeine at all. Go to riduzone.com. That's R-I-D-U zone.com. Get a 30-day money-back guarantee and save 30% on a three-month supply at riduzone.com. That's riduzone.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. Looking around for my... uh. Oh, here it is. Yeah, there's... <clears throat> oh, no. You got this on Facebook, I guess. Uh-huh. Uh, from Barb. Um, she's passing some little, you know, some thoughts on to us here. Passing some thoughts on. She, she says, I about ready to dump my Blaze subscription. Wait, she said what? I about ready to dump my Blaze subscription because for all the airtime you and Glenn give to all the abortion all the time programming. Oh, she's talking about you? Yes. You and Glenn. And Glenn. Given mm-hmm. all the airtime to abortion. Okay, go ahead. Not you or Glenn have given one single minute to addressing the behavior of men, <laughs> which is not true. Glenn and I just last week, um, when I was on the show, maybe it was even Monday, uh, talked about the behavior of men and why some men are pro-life. Probably because they want to leave that option open of, oh yeah, well, I'll just give you 500 bucks and you can you can get yourself an abortion so that they can... Have their cake and eat That's it right. too. We just, remember just talked about that. I remember. Anyway, this is why the left says it's about controlling women. Not once have I seen either of you get one your soapbox, get one your soapboxes about demanding that men respect women, that men abstain, that men quit joking with their buddies about how they got something from this girl or that. 
Hmm. Uh, when I see so many comments from your fans, use the, she should have thought of that before she spread her legs posts. It makes me want to vomit. You know why? Because none of them ever say he should have kept it in his pants. Well, of course, that, I mean, I, I, I mean, we, there's, we can't cover every, every single possible uh position on every single possible story or issue the issue right now is killing babies okay and and it is women killing babies yeah let's stop killing babies and then we can have sex ed talk i think we talk about the right way to act and and uh you know christian principles christian judeo principles they're they're included in that I mean, I, I don't know that we can cover every single aspect of humankind. Um, but here, she says, uh, let's see. He should have been a many and married her. He should have been a what? He should have been a many. Should have been a many? Mm-hmm. What do you think she's going for there? Oh, and married oh, her. Should have been a man. Man, should have been a man. man. Oh, but she it. put a Y there. A autocorrect. So, uh, should have been a many and married her. She typed this on her phone. He should be demanding male birth control options. Uh, nope. All you do is address women's behavior. You rail about sex trafficking. Well, yeah, that's kind of helping women, right? Um, but skip the part that the demand side comes from men. I don't think we have skipped that part, frankly. I've actually heard men who claim to be conservative and Christians say their sex chat with their sons is some women are for keep and others are for practice. Wow. Whoa, I've never heard that one. Never heard it. Wait, what was it? Some have, some some women are for keep and others are for practice. And that's is she saying mm. that that's like the sex talk that dads yeah, the, have the with dads their sons? Yeah, dads have, I guess, with their sons. I mean, that Listen, boy. I, I, I've never heard of that. Some women are for keeping <laughs> and others some women are for practice. For practice. <laughs> All right, now go wash up for dinner, boy. It's good talk. <laughs> never heard that one. <laughs> I brought home some possum. I ran over on the way home. Let me tell you about Go your mama. <laughs> your mama was good for practicing and keeping. All right. Good talk. Wow, I've not heard that. So one. is your sister for that matter. Oh, no. I mean, come on. Really? I have never heard that. Ever. Not once. I have never heard that. Um, sounds like this is a person with a man problem, uh, and I can't help oh. you with that. Sorry. As I recall, Jesus stopped people from stoning Mary Magdalene, is how this winds up. Yes, he did. And? I, uh, okay. All right. Well, he was a responsible guy there. So. Yeah. Jesus? Model your life yes. after him. Right. See, look at that. See, we just talked about men behavior. We did. Yep. Gave Jesus his props there. <laughs> he also <sighs> told, her, told her to go and sin no more. Uh, so. I'll turn uh, it back on the woman now, right. Pat. <laughs> we just had a good moment finishing on a high note and talking about the Lord, and now you have to bring it back right. to a woman. Well, that's what the Lord said, mm-hmm. uh, you know. <clears throat> so Can't make everybody happy. I mean, yeah, and, you know, all of that's implied, I think. Mm-hmm. I, you know, we. Tr- <laughs> I mean, uh, nobody condones men acting like uh, douchebags. None of us can condone that. Glenn doesn't condone that. I don't condone that. We certainly don't act that way in our own lives. Oh, I love and how you skipped over Jeffy there. Well, yeah. It comes to, I mean, not wanting men to act like douchebags. He'll be here in about 20, 25 minutes. And we All can, right, he's here today. We can ask him about yeah. it. Yeah. 
But I can't. We just we're on the same team, Barb. Right, Barb? Yeah, it's Barb. We we, we want mm-hmm. babies to live. Let's not fissure at this point, please. And stop leaving your bingo card out, man. You're gonna give people. They can you know, see it from that angle. I think so. Yeah, really? yeah, it was right there. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you haven't caught up, get to the eight-minute mark of Wednesday's show to see where we're at. Knock it off. Don't tell them. <laughs> Make it even worse. BlazeTV.com. Uh, 888-900-3393. All right, I consider myself chastised. So um, we're going to turn this thing around on men now. All right? Okay. Just going to... Uh, I mean, obviously, you shouldn't be getting women pregnant if you're not willing to follow through. Yep. If you're not marrying that person. If you're, if you're not married to... I mean... I'm a Christian. I believe in um, uh, not having premarital sex or postmarital, for that matter, unless it's with the person you're married I to. Say that sounds like. <laughs> I mean, once you get married, then it's over. The practice and, is done, and it's over. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> all right. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on to the women's team last night. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, soccer. Wow. <laughs> I might Did have they to, ever uh-huh. crush Thailand? Uh, I might have to start watching soccer. This is like, <laughs> you know, because a one to nothing beating in soccer is like, whoa, that's an insurmountable lead of one to nothing. <laughs> so uh, when it's 13 to nothing, that would be like in football winning 140 to nothing. <laughs> I know. This was wow! I just started getting the, nothing. the alerts on my phone yesterday. I'm like, wait, Sheesh. what? <laughs> In a World Cup game, it's mm-hmm. it's a record margin of victory at the Women's World Cup. Uh, Alex Morgan tallied five goals by herself, tied a tournament record. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as they say in the article, no single stat can do this bloodbath justice. No <laughs> single description can explain just how excellent and ruthless the U.S. was. Good. Um, Good. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Sadly, there's that. I, I don't remember who it is. Is it Alex Morgan? I don't know. Anyway, one of them doesn't want to uh, doesn't want to put her hand over her heart for the for the. Uh, uh, national anthem or yeah, it's not her stand for it or i don't know yeah. some weird thing um the americans battered and bullied and outpaced and outplayed their overmatched opponents and they never relented they were only up three nothing at halftime and in the second half of the game of the match uh scored 10 more goals <laughs> Just, wow yeah. that's amazing uh, and if the final score see this is why soccer is so sad if the final score had actually stayed three to nothing, that in and of itself would have been a huge blowout. Yes, it would have. <laughs> yes. But uh, 13 to nothing? Woo. Yeah. Wow. Megan Rapinoe, I mean, by crazy. the way, is the... Uh, oh, right. right. Yeah. So Rapinoe. Anyway. Yeah. Sad. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's just that's just plain sad. I mean, that's a big deal to win 13 to nothing in a soccer game, but it's... Yes, uh, it is. It pales in comparison to what the Braves did last night, hitting four home runs over the course of five batters. Thank you very much. <laughs> nice job, Bravos. Glad you got that in. Yeah. Good job. Thank you. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. I love the little back and forth between the president and <laughs> Joe Biden yesterday. <laughs> oh, man. They don't like each other. This is going to be some kind of campaign. <laughs> and this is what we said from the beginning. If it's, if it's Trump and Biden going head to head, can you imagine? <laughs> and we already got a taste of that <clears throat> yesterday. Uh, they... <laughs> they were 
back and forth at each other. Uh, and here it is. Here's Biden versus Trump. <laughs> Uh, Trump saying that Biden is mentally weak. <laughs> Tonight, a split screen moment and a possible preview of the general election. You know, he says, let's make America great again. Let's make America America again. Sleepy Joe. He's a sleepy guy. <laughs> Former Vice President Joe Biden courting voters in the country's first oh, caucus state, looking past his more than 20 Democratic opponents and setting his sights squarely on the current commander in chief. I-, I believe that the president is literally an existential threat oh, to America. Shut up. Today, the president taking Come shots on. just before leaving on his own trip to Iowa, a state he won in 2016. When a man has to mention my name 76 times in a speech, <laughs> that means he's in trouble. Are you elevating Joe Biden by continually attacking him? No, I'd rather run against, I think, Biden than anybody. Uh, I think he's the weakest mentally. <laughs> and I like running against people that are weak mentally. <laughs> you gotta love that and come on only, i don't care who you are you gotta love that it's only june <laughs> of 2019 <It's>, right <laughs> can you imagine next summer oh I, i'm oh, telling you i'm this telling just be you fun if those two guys are in the same place at the same time which oh, in the debate gosh. they would be i think it's even odds Crazy. that there's a physical altercation between the two no kidding oh no kidding this is... it's an old guy fight <laughs> yeah uh, also, the president called him a dummy, which I absolutely love that. <laughs> he said he's a dummy. Uh, it's just great. I mean, it's not. It, you know, I don't know that it's this is... presidential, but I love it. I'm sorry. I love it. <laughs> I think this is, this is what debates sound like uh, in the uh, mm-hmm. realm of idiocracy. Mm-hmm. The movie that foretells our future. <laughs> this is, we're here. He's weak mentally. <laughs> He's a dummy. He's a loser. I mean, he called him all those things yesterday. <laughs> Look, as immature as Barack Obama was, I just cannot picture him saying any of this stuff. No. On no, either no. side. I can't, Biden... I, can't, I can't picture any other president ever saying this kind of stuff. And I can't see him and saying... And that's why, again, that's why he was elected. Yeah. To say this and kind I, of stuff. Like, I don't think Obama would, would call another president or a presidential candidate an existential threat to America either. No, I mean, that's that crazy. Is... That's, that's cr- and that's why Biden deserves it. He deserves mm-hmm. being called a dummy and <laughs> mentally weak. I I mean, you know, it's it's a little dangerous because Trump's only a few years younger than Biden. Biden's <laughs> what seventy six, yeah. and Trump is seventy two. Seventy six right? for Biden turns seventy seven in November. <sighs> yeah, it's been two years. He's seventy two now. Yeah, seventy two. Uh, yeah. Oh, look at this. Um, uh, in two days, Trump will be seventy three. Wow. Happy birthday, Mr. President. Really? In two days? Mm-hmm. So June 14th, he's yes. 73. Yes, sir. Okay. No, 15th? 14th. Yeah, 14th. Okay. No, don't be going Keith math over there. Uh, well, I was I was confused <laughs> as to whether it was the 12th or 13th. Yeah, 12th. Um, all right. 888 We've got that cruise coming up next year. Oh. It's going to be something. Would we love to be there? You bet. Are we going to be? Maybe. <laughs> But uh, I can tell you this, Glenn will be there, Bill O'Reilly, Stu, David Barton, Rabbi Lappin. Uh, it's a 14-day adventure next spring, sailing in the eastern Mediterranean. You're going to visit, you'll start, I believe, in Venice, which I've always wanted to see Venice. Croatia, then Jerusalem, uh, Athens, Greece. What a great time. Um, what historic places to stop and check out, get off the boat for a while, stretch your legs. 
go through the the go see the Parthenon. Uh, how cool would that be? In Jerusalem, you can walk where Jesus walked. Just an amazing experience. If you can, bring your kids, bring your grandkids, and share this incredible experience. Visit ComeSailAway.com. You'll get all the details, and you can check out the different packages and hurry because the ship is filling up fast. I think 3,000 are going to be there, and I think we're over halfway there already, and we still have, what, almost a year to go here. So it's going fast. Make your decision. And uh, join us for this incredible for this incredible cruise. Visit comesailaway.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. All right. At Pat Unleashed, we got Timothy Gilmer's thoughts. Come on, Pat. We all know you're Mr. Every Aspect of Humanity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I uh, I do pride myself on covering absolutely every aspect of every issue, every day, all the time. Would you say you know a little bit about everything? No, I'd, I'd say I know, a, a, I know about, a lot about everything. Okay. I know everything about everything and cover everything about everything. Wow. Every day. That's awesome. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about uh, Olympic field hockey. That's with why, you I shortly. mean, our podcast is so dense. People got have to go back through it and listen over and over and over to each episode just to pick up the subtle nuances of all the, all the information I disseminate every Information day. overload, yeah. if you will. Yes, yeah, and I will. <laughs> and I will. Amy, what's her face tweets uh, regarding abortion and having babies? Yes, both parties hold equal responsibility, but one of the two is involved. Uh, sort of the gatekeeper. Yeah, that. I mean, that's really true. Mm-hmm. But again, Barb, uh, that does not clear men of their responsibility in this. They should keep it in their pants. Absolutely. You know, unless you're married and you're ready to have kids. Well, then have at it. Right? We're supposed to multiply and replenish the earth. Uh, but I I don't think we've ever condoned guys being douchebags. Uh, Lone Wolf 2965. So will the show name be changing to Maurice Unleashed? Oh, Unleashed? yeah. That's a nice little <laughs> ring to it. Maurice Unleashed. See, look at that. See? I already got my sign right. ready for you and everything. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it could be Space Cowboy, too. That. Right? It could be the Gangster of Love. It could be Maurice <laughs> unleashed. Uh, but, you know, again, I speak of the pompadus of love. I don't have enough room on my whiteboard for pompadus of love lyric there. Yeah. Space cowboy. <laughs> I don't think uh, the pompadus of love has ever been explained. What it, What is that? Exactly? You know, I've never taken the time to uh, even think look about that it? word up. Look it up. Let's look it up today. And, look it up right uh, now. And see what that means, because I, I don't think I know. Everybody sings it, and nobody knows, nobody knows what the what heck they're means. singing about. Nobody knows. Okay. It's like the metric system. There's just no way to tell. There's no way. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Speaking of abortion, uh, we got all these businesses now claiming that abortion is necessary to be a successful business. Oh, hmm. Okay, I mean, they've tried a lot of tactics on this to try to justify murdering babies. Uh, but this one may take the cake. Top executives of more than 180 companies have signed a letter that says abortion is essential in order for people to be successful in their businesses. Hmm. Really? Fascinating. 
When everyone is empowered to succeed, our companies, our communities, and our economy are better for it. Don't ban equality. Hmm. So by having an abortion, you've been empowered to succeed at what? Murder? Okay. Uh, Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care. Again, killing children is not reproductive care. That's not. Including abortion threatens the health, independence, and economic stability of our employees and our customers. Simply put, it goes against our values and is bad for business. Their values. Wow, that's an interesting value. Wow. It impairs our ability to build diverse and inclusive workforce pipelines, recruit top talent across the states, and protect the well-being of all people who keep our businesses thriving day in and day out. (laughs) Access to reproductive care means everyone succeeds, including, well, everyone except the baby who's being murdered. (sighs) That person doesn't succeed. Uh, But this includes companies, communities, and the economy. Along with the 180 companies, we've signed today's historic New York Times statement affirming the importance of reproductive health to equality in the workplace. Wait, one of the things was we need to be able to recruit quality talent in the different states. Lessen the talent pool? This kind of eliminates the talent That aspect as well. But I would love to hear from someone... Who was going to take a job. And they're like, man, I don't know. I'm going to take this job in Alabama. Or I'm going to take this job in New, New York. York. Yeah. Because well, I'm not going to be able to get killing babies right up until birth. So Yeah. Cost of living's higher in New York. But, but I'm going there. I'll be able to terminate there. a life. Right. If I want if to. In New York. Or an employee of mine uh, might be able to terminate. Uh, and we want that. We want that ability. <laughs> this is the dumbest thing. Uh, it's, it's pathetic. I mean, seriously, they're really desperate right now. Mm. Um, the list includes Slack Technologies, Bloomberg LP, Mac Cosmetics, H and M, Yelp. Jeez, all of these, all of these internet um, companies, all of these apps are headed by progressives. Square Inc., of course, Ben and Jerry's, communists, the two of them. <laughs> Um, they should do a Karl Marx flavor. <clears throat> do they have a Karl Marx flavor? Oh, does it taste like the blood of innocence? Yes. Okay. Karl Marx red, uh, the blood of a hundred million people included right in the ice cream. Mm-hmm. Atlantic Records and Warner Music Group, <clears throat> Pop Sugar, Hint Incorporated, The Body Shop U.S. Jeez. Of course, Jack Dorsey, CEO of Twitter, mm-hmm. signed the letter for his company <clears throat> and his other uh, digital company, um, Square. Don't ban equality. (laughs) Equality. Wow. That's how is that equal? Men can't have abortions. (laughs) (laughs) Right. You know what? It doesn't equal it. States need to pass laws that allow for men to have abortions. Right? (laughs) This is the dumbest. Well, they will. They will will. because of the trans thing. Mm -hmm. They absolutely will. So who wrote this uh, letter? Was it uh, Kirsten Gillibrand? Sounds like. Boy, it sounds like her stuff, doesn't it? Oof. Uh, this is hard to get through. Um, Keith started playing this yesterday. I'm like, nope. <laughs> I can only do this once. I can only and save I it for the show tomorrow. <laughs> I don't even know if I can get through it once. Um, here she is comparing pro-life activists to racists. Uh, and I think it's it's wrong to deny women basic reproductive freedom and basic it's human rights. It's not reproductive freedom. You said you're worried about judicial <sighs> independence, but 
imposing a litmus test on your nominees yeah. has long been seen as right. uh, an encroachment right. on judicial right. independence. Yeah. Right. Um, I right. mean, are, are you doing... Yes. I think there's some issues that are some have issues. such moral mm -hmm. clarity yeah. that we have yeah. as a society decided wow. that the other side is not acceptable. Imagine saying um, that it's okay to appoint a judge who's racist or anti-Semitic or homophobic. Um, you got to be telling, kidding me. Uh, uh, asking someone to appoint someone mm. who takes away basic human rights of any group of people in America. I, I think that we are, we've, we've, I, I don't think those are. It's not a basic human right anymore. to take human and life. We believe in this country in the separation of church and state. And I respect wow. the rights of, of every American. No, you don't. To hold their religious beliefs no, true to themselves. No, you but really don't. But our country don't. and our constitution has always demanded that That's, we have a separation uh, of church and state. No, and all it these hasn't. efforts by President Trump and other ultra radical conservative judges and justices to impose their faith mm -hmm. on Americans is contrary to our constitution, and that—that's what this is. Wow. And so I believe wow. that for all of these issues, mm -hmm. um, they are not issues that. There is a fair other side. There is no moral equivalency when you come to racism. What? And I do not believe there's a moral equivalency when it comes to changing laws that deny women reproductive freedom. Wow, that is terrible. Wow, that is terrible. <sighs> so you can use that as a litmus test. It, it's gotten so bad with these radical, extremist Democrats. They're now grilling judicial nominees over their, official, uh, af over their affiliation with groups like the Knights of Columbus. Um, and it's so bad that Ben Sass the other day was mocking them by asking um, uh, Peter Phipps, who is a, a nominee to be a federal judge, he asked him, are you now? Or have you ever been involved in the organization of a fish fry? <laughs> ben Sass is so great. <laughs> because... He's fantastic. Mm -hmm. I love Ben Sass. And because they're asking about their affiliation with the Knights of Columbus. Wow. I'm sorry, are you involved with the Rotary Club? <laughs> Have you ever been to a moose lodge? Have you ever been bowling uh, with a moose lodge group of people? With a group of people who have associated with a moose lodge? Wow. No, I No, where did you get that? I No, I... <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. I, I don't remember. Maybe when I was really, really young, mm -hmm. but I've since sworn off the moose. Yeah, have you ever driven and their by, lodges? Driven by a moose lodge? No, I, well, could you have planned an alternate route that never, took you somewhere other than your? Did you purposefully drive by I, the moose lodge? I, not that I not that I can recall. Right, I, I plead the fifth. Yeah, I plead the you fifth. Know what? Adjourned. <laughs> Get the witness out of here. He's obviously not qualified for this position. That's who these people are now. They are, this is such a witch hunt on every issue. If you're religious, sorry, uh, you've got no place in our society. Now, the left can do that. I mean, Nancy Pelosi can talk about the word, of course. The word is the word, of course. And we all know how that informs public policy. So that's okay. <laughs> if you're a Democrat, and if you don't really believe it, because... Uh, what informs her policymaking doesn't seem to be the word. Because Jesus never taught that it was okay to have abortions. Can you really imagine that Jesus would condone abortion? Can you really imagine that after he, he sent that precious being to you, 
he'd be okay with you uh, killing it. Really? I don't think so. I don't think so. And just to recap, a presidential candidate for 2020, Kirsten mm-hmm. Gillibrand, mm-hmm. has basically said that pro-life, being pro-life, is the same as being Racism. a racist. Mm-hmm. Right. You're a racist. You're the equivalent of a racist if you're pro-life. Fortunately, I can't take it, man. here's the one, one good uh, part of that. Uh, Kirsten Gillibrand has no chance of becoming president of the United States, and we all know it. So... I'm not going to get too worked up about it, even though I already have. <laughs> but I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to try to calm myself in the knowledge that there's no way she wins. What is she at? Is she even at one percent? Yeah, she's registered. She might be at one. I think she's registered one percentage point. So congratulations on that, Kirsten. Again, these extremists—they're uh, frightening. They're absolutely frightening. Um. All right. Scientists have just uh, found a correlation between, of course, we know about the growing rates of obesity, but they also found that processed foods lead you to overeat as well. So the bottom line is you need fresh vegetables in your diet. And just one scoop of Field of Greens has a full serving of real USDA certified organic fruits and vegetables. You just put a scoop of it into eight ounces of water or a smoothie and you're good to go. Go to BrickHousePat.com. Get 15%. 15% off your first order when you use the offer code PAT. BrickHousePat.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. For everybody waiting on the definition of poppetus, <laughs> and I know that's what ninety-three percent of the audience. I would say more than that. Uh, Made-up word, apparently, from Steve Miller. Just <laughs> as I thought, it's an unusual word. Uh, is the description of Wikipedia used by Steve Miller, famously in his seventy-three hit "The Joker"? It's probably a corruption or imagined version of the word puppetus. No way. No. <laughs> no. An original coinage written by a 14-year-old, Vernon Green, what? subsequently released in 1954 as the doo song, The Letter, performed by uh, himself and the medallions. Okay. All right? Mm-hmm. So there you go. A little bit too much token going yeah. on by the Space Cowboy uh, yeah. when he wrote that song. Yeah. Well, he is a toker. Yeah. Uh, smoker. Midnight toker, Midnight right? Toker. Yeah. <laughs> Gets his loving on the run. Uh, which, Classic. Barb, thank you for reminding us. That's a bad thing. Stop it, Steve. Do not get your loving on the run. Wait. No. I mean, you know what they say. No, I don't know what they say. Summer for summer practice, summer for, summer for keeps. keeps. I mean, that's a... Not keeps, keep. Keep. Oh, summer for practice, summer, summer for, for keep. keep. Summer for keep. Yeah, so... It's an old phrase. I'm sorry. I... <laughs> right, right, right. All right. Oh, that happy sound. Uh, means... <laughs> It's time to chew the fat with Jeffy. All right, so we got a little uh, entertainment news. This is actually breaking news. Now, if I were to say to you, uh, hey, do you think Steve Lawrence is still alive? You'd say. No. Most people would say who? Like a but, Stephen Eddie? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Stephen Eddie, yeah. But he is, uh, he was just diagnosed with Alzheimer's. Very sad. Oh, news. no. And he's like 83. I, I didn't even realize he was still around, but it's very sad that. Uh, uh, I know I, that's a disease I that I don't want. That. I know I that's I do not want that at it's all. It's the most frightening thing in it the world. It sure is. We have to have a, a cure to that. 
please. Uh, yes, please. Immediately. Any kind of dementia, Alzheimer's, any of that needs to be yeah. cured immediately. Yep. Um, I want you to you probably need a paper towel or something to dry your eyes. Cause I, I don't oh, know if you, I don't we need some Kleenex this, here, uh, maybe? This week, this past weekend. All right. This mm-hmm. past weekend. Um, Celine Dion. Yeah. Uh, performed her last show at the Las Vegas. No, Resident. don't say that. I know. Don't say that. I know. It's, it's it's dab away the tears. But don't don't. Say <laughs> not enough paper products <laughs> in this joint. It's been, it's been no. sixteen. Eyes, huh? It's been sixteen years. Oh no! Since she started in Las Vegas. Has it really? But it's it's over now. Oh no! It's over. Now. Don't it's say over. that. No. Why? I never well, got a chance to see her live, man. She's she's done enough in Vegas. Now she's she mm-hmm. announced her. Uh, Courage World Tour, mm-hmm. which is going to start soon, so maybe mm-hmm. she just couldn't do both. Oh, so I still have a chance to see her? You wow. do still have a chance to see her, but oh. not in Las Vegas. Just not in Las Vegas. She's okay. done... Uh, That's a little less sad, but sad nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she's done uh, 16 years in Vegas, over 1,000 shows, over 1,100 shows actually in Vegas for Celine Dion. Ticket sales in excess of $400 million in <laughs> Vegas. That's a pretty good gig for her. She doesn't wonder where her next meal is coming from. <laughs> no, and, but and she might though because she's actually lost a bunch of weight. She's looking thin. People are worried. Really? Yeah, she's got a new boyfriend, new hot young boyfriend. She's lost oh yeah, a her bunch husband of weight. They're worried. Died, yeah. I think. Right? Yeah, and yeah. he and he was worth uh, a few bucks too. So independently, uh, yes. Was he really? Yeah. So mm. uh, yeah, Celine is not. And he was not concerned. If I remember correctly, quite a bit older than she was. That's like correct. Twenty years. That's or correct. More. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, she's coming here February third, twenty twenty. We'll be sure to oh, hit there on you next see. February. To Dallas. Nice. All right. Dallas, Good. Texas. Nice. So you go to that right before you go on the on the spring cruise in the Mediterranean. What a way wow. to start your right? cruise vacation. What a Celine year twenty twenty is going to be. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually the show is actually nice. She stopped the show in the middle of it. Some guy mm-hmm. got up to go to the bathroom and she just stopped. We'll wait. What? She waited for the guy to go to the bathroom and come back. It's pretty funny, actually. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah, it's really funny. <laughs> yeah. She gave him. She gave him a hard time about being broke. Now we'll wait. You spent a lot of money for these tickets. No, that's that's kind of cool. That's funny. Yeah, it's, funny. <laughs> it's funny and it's it's nice. Yeah, it's yeah. nice. But I didn't get a chance to see her in Vegas. I'm yeah, just sad. I mean, it's, yeah, again, very sad. I know. Look, darn it. Dang, darn, darn, dang. Her residency. If only Vegas she'd stay old. there a little bit longer. <laughs> oh, I could book a trip there. Yeah. Oh, dang it. Yeah, but darn. for some reason, when I imagine oh. Jeffy in Vegas, I don't imagine you at a Celine Dion concert. Oh, you can't drag me away from uh-huh. Celine Dion's show. Oh, <laughs> man. Other There's, things happening for you. There's, yes. Yes, thank I mean, you. You can't, you can't get Some are for of practice, that. some are for keep. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's the new Vegas saying. I'll tell you that right there. Some and then are, that stays in Vegas. <laughs> yeah. Some are for practice. And Some are for there's keep. nothing for keep in Vegas. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, news: Justin Bieber wants to uh, wants to fight Tom Cruise. Yeah, that's a weird a, thing. A really weird thing. What? Uh, he challenged Hollywood star Tom Cruise to a UFC fight on social media. Uh, he just had the big outburst. Said, uh, "Hey, I want to challenge Tom Cruise to a fight in the octagon." If you don't take this fight, you're scared, and you will never live it down. Well, him cleaning up his life really uh, last so long. Why? I don't know. I don't know. Conor McGregor's in. He got involved. He said, "Hey, I'll host the fight if Tom Cruise <laughs> is mad enough to accept the challenge." McGregor Sports and Entertainment will host it. Uh, he then and then Conor McGregor said, "You know what? I'll even uh, I'll even uh, throw a, a, a fight out there. Let me fight Mark Wahlberg. Bring him on, Marky Mark. I'll fight him in the octagon too." <laughs> 
So he wants a part of it Why too. So I Mark don't know. Wahlberg. I don't know. I don't know. Wow. I just mm-hmm. I think that Justin is trying to stay maybe a little relevant. Uh-huh. Uh Tom, on the other hand, does not need Justin. No, he he doesn't. Uh, does not need this fight at he all. Doesn't. In fact, people were commenting uh that they would pay to see, you know, the Tom Cruise fight and that he that Tom would absolutely beat the crap out of Justin Bieber. I think he and, probably uh, would. I don't know. Justin's in pretty good shape. And he's a lot younger. So is Tom. Have you seen him? I know. With his shirt off? I know. And Tom's for a 50, kind of a, what, 56-year-old man? Yeah, he's, he's kind of a really spaz, too. Remember how he jumped up on the couch for Oprah and all that stuff? Right. And uh-huh. He's got a little hyper. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they, so a lot of people believe Tom would win. Uh, and uh, I believe Tom would win. Yeah, I, I think so, too. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be fun. But, you know, uh, one person asked um, Tom Cruise wondering, who's Justin Bieber? <laughs> Justin who? Mm-hmm. So uh, good luck with that. Well, uh, more news on uh, the Woodstock 50. I know you were uh, looking forward to going to uh, Woodstock. Was I uh, ever? And uh, I, I, you know, it still I can't get enough. I can't get enough can't heat. I it just can't. Still could happen, but it doesn't look good. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. The festival faced a series of setbacks again. Mm-hmm. The last came Monday when uh, Watkins Glen International announced it's not hosting the anniversary. Uh, it's over. It issued a two-sentence statement. That's how much it meant to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, two sentences. Uh, it said, uh, we had terminated the site license for the Upstate Festival. Uh, it's pursuant to the contract, and we're not doing it. Have a nice day. It's over. <laughs> so the people are still saying, well, we can still find another place. We can still make it happen. It's supposed but, to happen uh, in August. Good luck. Yeah, so, so good luck. Get, get I on. know, I know, and you're right. And Can Heat is. I mean, we're going to have Jay Z, right? Mm-hmm. Santana, mm-hmm. Uh, Miley Cyrus. Which yes. I mean, who doesn't want to see Miley, right? John Fogerty. Who hasn't okay. seen Miley? Well, who was uh, there at the first one? Uh, Dead and Company and Imagine Dragons. No Can Heat though. Oh, Can Heat is not part of it. I, it doesn't say it here. No, maybe they are. Maybe That's they're a, a special travesty guest. Travesty of justice. Wow. No wonder so, they had to cancel mm, and pull the plug on that. Right. Thing. Without can't heat, you can't you can't, you can't have, the have festival. It. shut can't. it down. Maybe and maybe that's why Watkins Glen shut it down. If you're not hearing, <laughs> go on up the country. Great song, classic oh, song. Oh man, classic song. Right? I love that song. Yeah, I don't like the Imagine Dragons either. Is that just me? Maybe I'm the only one. It, I think you are the only one. Really? Like, well, do you like them? Some of the stuff they do. Every some of, some of the song it sounds the same. Sounds exactly yeah, like the last. Right. And so I mean, you do know you do say is that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that's where you're at with them. Right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you hear one song and you really like it, like the first time you hear them, you go, oh, that's really good. And then, like you said, is that? Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. The same thing. Yeah. <laughs> thunder, thunder, thunder. Then what's the other one that does the same I thing? I told you to change the track. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, that's not the one I was thinking of. Uh, what, name another uh, one word um, Imagine Dragons song. Because they're. I, I can't. I can't. You can't. I can't. Really? I can't. I don't, I don't know them. Radioactive. Radioactive. Right. Radioactive. 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 Believe, like believer. 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 Thunder. Believer. <laughs> believer. There's thunder. Thunder. <laughs> there you go. Thunder. Thunder. That's the same song, over, though, right? I mean, over they're not different songs. Oh, no, they're different songs. No, they're supposedly. Oh. Yeah. oh. Supposedly different. <laughs> But they're not going to, you know, sadly, okay, the show's so not going to be sadly, put on. It probably yeah. won't happen. Yeah, so they say they're, they're, I mean, they seem committed to it. They say it's still going to happen, and they're going to okay, find a luck. place. Yeah, you got two months. Better good get luck. on it. I know. And they're planning on having uh, mm. uh, 100, they were talking about maybe trying to think they were going to have 150,000 people there. Mm. I read 60,000 yesterday. So. Well, they were saying that uh, 
65,000 would be safe and appropriate <clears throat> for most of the places, but they believe okay. you know they're they're selling it as 150,000. It's not going to be free like the original, right? No, there's no way they can put it on free. They've no, got to make I don't think money, so. Right? No way. Yeah. And they had they had a big backer that gave them a bunch of money, and the backer was a little while ago was like, mm, "We're pulling out." Yeah. Somebody uh, from have Japan. A nice day. Yeah. Pulled you know out. What, uh, mm-hmm. We at 18 million. We said we were going to give you. No. No. No more. It's kind of weird. It is. You weird. would think people would be pretty committed to doing the anniversary, the 50th anniversary right? of Woodstock. Seems like cool. a big deal. It does right? seem like a big deal. That is an iconic happening it's an iconic event in american history is definitely iconic there's no way to get around the most iconic thing ever in music i'm sure right can you think of anything bigger i I mean more influential had to be no not more influential no i mean you've got a couple what a couple of stones concerts that were big and people got injured and killed yeah yeah but you remember aldemont because of the murder right so but for music and the uh, you know set the scene for America culture and half a million people there, so yeah, yeah. that was big. Celine yeah, Dion was, in Las Vegas. I'm oh, there you go. Oh, yeah, right, right, I'm right, sorry. Right, you I'm just eclipsed it. Sorry. Just eclipsed it. Well, that's that's what's wrong, right? I mean, like Aerosmith is doing their Vegas stint. Oh yeah. Uh, Celine is in Vegas. Everybody it's wants no. their yeah. Everybody it's okay. wants their, oh, Did you want to go play in a field? No, nah, I'm good here. Uh huh. <laughs> that's a great gig. You, you know, you make forty to a hundred million a year. Oh. You, you've so got. A good you don't have to, do to go anywhere. Two or three nights a week. Yeah. A couple of shows a night, and you're uh, and you're that's done. A, it, that's it. That's a good gig. That's it's that's sweet. sweet. You aren't lying. It is. Yeah. That's real good. And you sell. I mean, merchandising, all of it. It's a lot of money. Thank you, Elvis, for blazing that trail. No, don't. Thank you. <laughs> don't don't do it. Yeah, man. <laughs> don't do it. Give me another Nanner sandwich, Sella. I need another Nanner sandwich with lard. <laughs> don't be messing with Elvis, man. You mess with the king. You know you're making me mad. Really? Yeah, man. I, I appreciate that. My last remaining fan. Thank you, baby. <laughs> yeah, you're getting you're getting visibly shaken over there. What's it's going on? me off with this. I mean, you're talking about the king. You're making fun of the king now. No, no. Okay, that's so a tribute to the king. Okay. That's a tribute. Okay. <laughs> That's the sound of Timmy Quaaludes. <laughs> Hang on a minute, man. I see where I, I, I got a I got a commercial to do. <laughs> In America, baby, about fifty million of us have pain. <laughs> wow, he just pulled right out of yeah, that. And Elvis, Elvis was one of those. Elvis was, was a lot of, of those. pain. Uh-huh. Yeah, he, he was. Pain. He was. But he self-medicated, and that was probably not a good idea. So, it proved not to be. Yeah, it did prove not to be. So if you'd like a drug-free way, and this is 100% drug-free, Relief Factor can help you get out of pain. You know, the pain usually usually originates from inflammation somewhere. And uh, Relief Factor works on infl- inflammation. does a really good job of calming that down, and then it takes away your pain. And they have a three-week quick start, just nineteen ninety-five. Use it for three weeks. If it doesn't work for you, it's not going to. Then just discontinue. You've lost what twenty bucks. Up, but seventy percent of the people who uh, start with a quick start order more, meaning it's working for them, and it could work for you too. If you want a drug-free, natural way to ease your pain and get your life back, go to relieffactor.com. Relieffactor.com. <laughs> Pat Gray. Let's go to the guy who named his son after me. 
Elvis, man. Uh, go ahead, Jeffy. <laughs> I love the game. <laughs> so if, if you're looking for a way to make a couple extra bucks, uh, you're going to have a company that's going to pay you a thousand bucks to ditch your smartphone. Are you ready to do it? For a thousand bucks, they're going to give you a flip phone. They're yeah. going to provide the participant with uh, the survival kit, a physical map. To be used in place of apps. Uh, they're going to give you a phone book for jotting down phone numbers, uh-huh. a pen and a notebook, CDs with 90 era music on it. And you got to just use the flip phone for a week for a thousand bucks. And you got to document wait, wait, everything. Wait, wait. That's, it comes with a CD with 1990s era music. With 90s era music. Yeah, oh, it so might be it. It doesn't say which particular. which particular. Uh, and you only have to use it for a week? Yeah. Oh, I'd do that. I could right. easily do that. So it's, a, I mean, it's the 30th anniversary of the flip phone. This mm. is why they're doing it, the uh, Frontier. Uh, more than uh, 30,000 applicants already, so good luck. Uh, good thing is, though, uh, you have until July 1st. There's no background check and no drug test. So, I mean, mm. I might enter. All right. I got a shot. <laughs> yes, you do. I still got a shot. Um, there was a, a fascinating story about a tourist in Canada. There's a, a museum, this Vermilion Heritage Museum in Alberta, that had a safe there. And people would come to the museum and try to uh, open the safe. They had the safe was there from since the since the 80s. It was given to the museum, and nobody knew the combination. So people would show up at the museum and try to open it, oh, and they'd, they'd cool. get a shot to open it. And, and uh, so uh, this guy shows up uh, a couple weekends ago, and he says, "Hmm, uh, I'll try it." He puts his ear up to the safe, and he said that uh, when I looked at the safe, this uh, Stephen Miller, when I looked at the safe. The numbers 20, 40, 60, that combination just popped into my head. So I joked around a little bit, put my ear up to the safe, and I reeled the safe around and did the uh, 40 clockwise, 60 back, 40 back, and opened the safe. Wow. Fantastic. What was in it? Like so, an empty uh, beer bottle? Or right. And they were all excited because, you know, of course, what was in the safe? A billion dollars. No. No, it was not. It was not a billion dollars. It was just uh, some pay sheets and a restaurant order pad. And it was nothing <laughs> nothing in there. It was just, it was just from an old bummer. hotel stuff. I know. <clears throat> I know. Big time let down. But it was, uh, you know, it's kind of cool that he got it open. Oh, I forgot. We got to do this, too. There's an amber. I, I don't know if there's an amber alert, if this is called an amber alert or a cow alert or a bull alert, but there's a bull a rodeo bull missing here in north texas and there so if you're on the lookout this is what it looks like now it's uh missing uh it's it's a brown and black horn bull weighs 1700 pounds has purple ear tags in each ear it's got a zero one on the left shoulder five a on the left loin a p on the left hip and a b over the bar on the left hip so if you see this bull it's been stolen it's kidnapped so mm. Good luck. Only in Texas are we kidnapping uh, mm-hmm. are bulls. We kidnapping yeah. bulls? <laughs> I, know. Wow. I know. This is something that uh, um, eh, I think we know this already. And uh, this is a new study, but a new study says that uh, ruggedly masculine guys. Yes, sir. There's not many Are of us left. No, there is not many of us left. But men with highly masculine faces and voices mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. are less likely to care about the environment. Oh, sign me up. Wow. So, <laughs> uh, wow. Right? Mm-hmm. If your voices uh, are rated more manly, uh, you are less concerned with preserving and protecting the natural world. Okay. Hmm. Whatever. So, at least there's a <laughs> our, Is our friend Barb still listening? I wonder. Um, another strike against men there for you, Barb. Another thing about men. Right? <clears throat> Pathetic. <laughs> they suck. <laughs> we should imprison men. Yeah. Let's put them all in jail. Yep. For the way they behave. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, toxic masculinity. Put okay. in that How often have I talked about toxic masculinity? 
over and over <laughs> oh, and man. over again. It's never ending. White guy privilege, mm-hmm. toxic masculinity. You're kind of a one-trick pony with that. Yeah, pretty much. I know how much. I know how much uh, you love animal videos. Cute little animal oh, videos. Oh, do on, I? On no, the Pat's outlawed them. He's banned on the them. program. So uh, I thought I'd bring some to the table, you know, just to help the show along a little bit. So uh, <laughs> in a, <laughs> a zoo, uh, not long ago, um, people are watching, and they're at the polar bear exhibit. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. Cute little polar bear exhibit. And uh, the polar no, bear. No, don't do it! Uh, don't do it, man. Uh, is going to. Uh, oh no! Must be lunchtime with the uh, with the cute little duck. Oh no! People are what? What are you <laughs> doing, man? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna go ahead and just kill the duck. He's gonna have duck for lunch. Duck for lunch for yeah. the polar bear. All right. So all the people at the zoo are like, "Oh no, no!" The little duck and the kids are. Oh no! Nature <laughs> being nature. <laughs> Did anybody so uh, make up some nice all orange sauce for him? <laughs> Of course, in the wild, no, I'm pretty sure the polar bear was good. Just, okay. just as it is. he's All like right. in, in, in you know, polar bear country. There's not duck. He's just like, hey, this is like yeah, a rare treat, right? Yeah. How come every time I go to the zoo, that doesn't happen? <laughs> I want that to happen, at right? The zoo. Uh, it's probably a little traumatic for the kids, huh? I would think so. Yeah, I would Jeez. think so. All right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. We got more madness coming up from AOC and. Chris Cuomo and you name it, there's madness coming on Pat Gray Unleashed. Pat Gray Unleashed. Yeah, it's true. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Pat's Otis facial cream customer tweets: You can't drag Jeffy away from a Celine Dion concert. Oh, thank you. You have to haul him away on a flatbed. No, I mean... No, actually, it takes a, a crane, uh, usually, to, to lift him. And then... Uh, yeah, you don't want to tear up the road by putting him in a flatbed. Right. Because you've right. got to get a permit. It's funny. Mm-hmm. It's funny. It's <laughs> See, what they're saying about you there <laughs> is that saying? you're um, overweight. overweight. At one point in my life, so. I did. I was. my goal was to be craned. Uh, out of my That's home. right. I, I know. You gave up on that did, goal, didn't I you? I did. Sad. I, yeah. Sometimes you have to give up on dreams. <laughs> we haven't had to crane you out of your home yeah, I yet. Know. So that's disappointing. That is disappointing. <laughs> uh, mostly vegetarian Caleb tweets, Pat, how can you not be a fan of the most famous Mormon band of all time? Imagine Dragons is my jam. Uh, <laughs> first of all, I would say the Osmonds are more famous than Imagine Dragons. Oh my gosh, yeah. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. Mormon Tabernacle Choir, mm-hmm. more famous than Imagine Dragons. Ooh. Eee. I mean, overall, yeah. <laughs> Probably the hippest yeah, Mormon overall, band of all yeah, time. Yeah. I would say Imagine Dragons. Yeah. Uh, there's also that other one, um, Neon Trees. Hmm. They're, they're pretty. Uh, neon Trees? Yeah. You don't know Neon Trees? No. What was that song they did a few years ago? Uh, I don't know. David Archuleta also. Mm-hmm. Oh, David David Archuleta. She's <laughs> not looking, a band. But I, looking at a little, I appreciate artist. you clarifying that. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> that's pretty much uh, the well's dry there, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's everybody talks. Well, it. Yeah, right. Thanks. Uh, you know everybody talks, Everybody right? talks. Everybody talks, babe. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not going to sing it, but uh, yes, they're they're fairly hip. Oh, Lindsey Sterling. Fairly. Fairly hip's from the... Oh, yeah, the, Lindsey Sterling's pretty, pretty good. Pretty oh, yeah, good. Lindsey Sterling, she's great. She's good. Yeah, she's fantastic. Yeah. Right? Yep. I love so, Lindsey. Gladys Knight go. is LDS? Yeah, she converted years huh. ago, maybe 20 years ago. Yeah. Gladys really? Knight. Uh-huh. Wow, I didn't know Performs that. in Salt Lake City with the Motabs all the time. Wow. 
all the time. Uh, so does the Mormon Tabernacle Choir end up being like the pips for her? <laughs> kind of, yes. <laughs> nice. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> uh, all right, let me tell you about ExpressVPN for about 60 seconds. Um, most of us just believe, I guess, cybercrime is something that happens to other people. You might think nobody wants your data or that hackers can't grab your passwords or credit card details, but you'd be wrong if that's how you feel. Stealing data from unsuspecting people on public Wi-Fi, that's what they do. It's one of the simplest and cheapest ways for hackers to make money. But now there's ExpressVPN. This is fantastic. They secure my uh, all my uh, devices. They should be securing yours. It secures and anonymizes your internet browsing by encrypting your data and hiding your public IP, IP address. It's like it's like the Jason Bourne thing where he would bounce it from the United States to France to Thailand to China and it goes all over the world and they can't track you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has an easy to use app that runs seamlessly in the background of your computer, phone, or tablet. Turning it on takes only one click. Using ExpressVPN, I can safely surf on public Wi-Fi without being snooped on or having my personal data stolen. And it's less than 7 bucks a month to get the same ExpressVPN protection I have. It's rated number one, the number one VPN service by TechRadar. It comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So protect your online activity today. Find out how you can get three months free at expressvpn.com slash pad. Gray Unleashed. All right, we've gotten pretty used to the genius of Alexandria Casio Cortez by now. <laughs> I have not gotten used to the genius. Oh, you haven't? It's just no, still amazing to you. Overwhelming every day. Okay. Um, well, there's more. <laughs> um, you know, she wants a pay raise. She's only making $174,000 a mm-hmm. year. Poor thing. Can't live on that. Poor thing. She's I don't know. She's not happy at Nancy Pelosi for pulling that bill. She's not happy. And here mm. she is fighting for that raise. Good for you, AOC. Do it. This is why there's so much pressure to turn to lobbying firms and to cash in on, on right. member service after people right. leave because, right. Um, right. because precisely of, of this issue. So it may be politically convenient and it may make you look good in the short term for mm-hmm. saying, oh, we're not voting for pay increases, but we should be fighting for pay increases for every American worker. Mm-hmm. We should be fighting for a $15 minimum wage pegged That's to inflation so that everybody that. in the United States with a salary, with with a wage, gets a cost of living increase. Members of Congress, retail workers, everybody should get uh, cost of living increases to accommodate for the changes in our economy. And then when we don't wow. do that, it only increases wow. the pressure on members to exploit loopholes, like insider trading loopholes, to make it on the back end. So. Okay, wait. There's so much there. You're making $174,000 a year. This is about you trying to get a raise. This yes. is not about yeah. average Americans making 15 bucks an hour. Uh, I I'm love okay. how she turns that around. Yeah. I'm okay with her making 15 bucks an hour. Oh, I am Absolutely. too. Absolutely. Go bet. ahead. You can make that 15 bucks an hour. <laughs> I mean, think about it. What, what else is she qualified for? <laughs> I mean, congratulations. Uh, You're qualified to be a congressman. So we, we need a raise and we need more money. Otherwise, we're going to take the we're going to take the people who are willing to pay us extra money to do bad things. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna become lobbyists. Okay, yeah, she's uh, blaming. Right. I'm, not, she's I'm okay with that too. To be yeah, honest I with care. you, I, I, that I, I don't have a problem with. But that. here's how raising her wage will help raise Americans' wage. Okay, here's service. What and so my whole side of it is like, like it may not be optics. It may not be 
great optics. I mean, not like like you know whatever look the best. And uh-huh. in terms like, of your opponents could use it as a political as optics political and look the best means the same but thing. But in substance, <laughs> you might as well be transparent about a cost of living increase. Fight for a cost of living, a living increase for all American workers. Uh huh. Wait. Again, she's making the case for her pay raise by trying to throw other Americans in on the bargain. Well, obviously, it may be bad optics. But it, it, it but what about how it looks? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> which is What about that? Uh-huh. <laughs> it may be bad optics. Uh, optics. And it, it may look bad. <laughs> <laughs> she searched and searched and searched, she and that's what she used came up for. Twice. Uh-huh. She used to use something else. And and she she's like, do I it. need something else here. Uh, it may you know, look, look bad. bad. It may not be optics. It may not be great optics. Great optics. I gotta say it may not be else. great optics or great else. optics. Or it might not look but good. But it might not look good either. <laughs> you know that too. It wow. might not look good, and it might not be bad optics. Okay. Or wait, it is bad optics. It might be. And it might not look good either. It could, but, be, it could be both. But it, yeah, I think it's both. I, I think it's Maybe bad it optics, and it looks bad. Okay. But that doesn't mean I shouldn't get more money. Right. Well, plus they can't. They vote on raises, right? So it's it's not. They can't give themselves a no, raise. No, they give the like next Congress yeah, 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 yeah. a pay raise where she expects to be for a long time. But, but well, she, I thought she. I thought the rumor had it she was going to run against Schumer. Oh, I saw some rumor really? where she was—they wow. were laying the groundwork for her to be senator. Now, not in 2020. Mm. In 2020, I, I don't know the dates. I just know that I saw the—I saw the headline of her. I mean, what's her it, problem? I thought, oh my god, is she having trouble making rent in that new luxury apartment of hers? Well, in it's DC? got a garbage that, disposal. That's expensive. See, yeah, that costs extra if you want the room That's with expensive. the you garbage yeah. disposal. But <laughs> I love how she just kind of tucks in there. And uh, oh yeah, and every American needs a, a raise. You know, she tries to make it uh, yeah. sound like, no, I'm right. asking for everyone, not just me. <laughs> yeah, well, except you can't do anything about that. That's not your job to get Americans pay raises. I mean, I guess you create the environment where yeah. businesses could do that. But Congress has no ability to do that. What are you going to do? You can install a federal minimum wage, but that that only affects workers that are at startup jobs, really. You know, the... Right. I that that's just really bad. I would like Congress to institute a pay cut. Why don't you guys vote on a yeah. pay cut? Until you guys idea. can balance the budget, you don't get pay raises. You get pay cuts. Okay. Or you don't take a salary. Until you can balance the budget, you guys don't How much could we save? Don't make me do Keith math. What is this? 174,000? Mhm. Okay. Hang on. I think I think you save about 18. <laughs> four thirty-five. What do senators make? About the same. Yeah, they they both make. The they same. do. Okay, yeah. one mm-hmm. seven four zero zero zero. Oops. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, you say carry the one. Yeah. Times. Uh, what are we doing? Five thirty-five here. Yeah. I mean, you save ninety-three million dollars. I mean, I know it's a drop in the bucket, but mm-hmm. boy, it would say a lot, and it would also probably ensure you guys get reelected. But you won't serve. You won't do public service for free. What does it say that uh, she's, uh, you know, she's uh, uh, wanting a, that raise and fighting for it, but uh, the person she hates the most, Donald Trump, uh, doesn't take the salary? I'm, I'm so glad you bring that up. We keep for, uh, every time, whenever we have a discussion like this, I always forget that the man is not taking a salary. Does he get credit for it in the media? Nope. Barack Obama, if he didn't take a salary for eight years, oh my gosh, that would be leading every newscast for eight years. I believe he's the first president since George Washington not to accept the salary, mm. which is... Amazing. That sure is. 
You know, uh, Washington turned down 25000 a year. In 17, see, he was elected in 91, in, seven, in 90 and started serving right. in 91. He, so in, in 1790 and 91, 25000 a year. That was good money. That was a, <laughs> you were like a millionaire. <laughs> yes. And he said no. And, you know, he lost a lot of money during the war. He, he wasn't making money while he was the general. There was no way to. And Congress couldn't afford to pay any of the Army and, and even him. He, he suffered a lot. Check right. this out. A couple more that didn't take salaries. JFK. Oh, JFK did wealthiest, not take the salary. Well, yeah, really? Wealthiest man ever sworn in as president that. given huh, his... I didn't know that either. Yeah, he maintained the practice. Yeah, he gave his, gave okay. his salary. To, he gave it to a charity. And then Herbert Hoover... Um, estimated to be worth uh, four million in 1913, divided most of his presidential salary between various charities. Now we could use a man like Hubert Hoover. Hoover. <laughs> Tell you that right now. Those were the days, man. <laughs> Tell you that. Uh, yeah, Hoover, uh, not exactly one of the greats. <laughs> not not one of the greats. No, but we could use a man. Like yeah, we could, I don't know for what. <laughs> But not for president. <laughs> yeah, he was good outside of president. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, Missouri and their last abortion clinic in St. Louis. Uh, the final oh, no. hope for abortions in Missouri. Gets to stay open. Oh, yay! Yay! We can continue to kill babies in Missouri. But Goodness. do people that live, like, say, in Kansas City on the other side of the state, do they still have to travel all the way to St. Louis to get an abortion? They do, Jeffy. They wow, you talk about hardship. <clears throat> I know. I know. <laughs> the only abortion clinic in Missouri can stay open after a St. Louis judge issued a preliminary injunction saying the state must make an official decision on the facility's license before it can be reviewed. Uh, women's health care and abortion provider Planned Parenthood sued Missouri, of course, uh, to stay open. And, and now, so far, they are, in fact, uh, still open. So um, the baby killings will continue, continue in the great insane. state of Missouri for at least the time being. Whew! <laughs> that was a close one. <laughs> if... They didn't have that ability. Wow. Right, they, well, I don't, you know, I don't know that they can function as a state anymore. <laughs> oh, they shut can it they? down. Yeah, you got to shut it down. open for business. You just turn it off. You just turn off the state if you don't have an abortion clinic in it. Uh, another story I absolutely love. Hundreds of illegal aliens from uh, the Congo are being dumped here in Texas. And that's good because they've had a massive Ebola outbreak. And uh, so now we got a bunch of Congoans... Congolians? Congolese? I like Congolese. I like Congolese. Oh, hold on. Hold They're on. being dropped off in San Antonio. Wait, 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 wait. wait. So, of all the states in mm-hmm. this union, the one that had to deal with Ebola already, us, mm-hmm. Texas, mm-hmm. we're having guys show up that ha- that from a place where Ebola is rampant? Can mm-hmm. we just send them to well, it's more California? Right. I mean, it's only, it's only spreading uh, faster than it spread in, a, in the last... 20 years or whatever. Yeah, this is a bad outbreak there. And so it's good to know that some of those... Some of those people who may be infected are coming to Texas. Where are they supposed to go? That's a comfort. That's my my question. Well, they're they're supposed to come here. Yeah, not here. here. Not here, I think, is the answer. (laughs) Um, But uh, we just had another story. In in Uh Ebola-ridden areas of Congo, uh, ISIS is taking over. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's going to... That ends well. That's going to turn out well. ISIS with Ebola. Yeah, but it's only a group of about 350 from the Congo that are arriving in San Antonio in the next uh, little while. 
And we don't um, know if they have Ebola or not. No, we don't know so that for a fact. fact. We, we, we don't know that. So don't even worry about it. Stop it. <laughs> Boy, I'm sorry. Now, after being placed in San Antonio, they are bused to a destination of their choice by local charities. <laughs> so they get to choose. That's ah! good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they could come to Dallas if they want to. How long could right. you have a bullet before? Well, we you know they're not going to Missouri because there's only one place to get an abortion. Thank there, you. So they're not going there. Maybe yeah. Missouri's in luck. We need to start a boycott Missouri campaign because <laughs> yeah. they only have one abortion one clinic. That's despicable. <laughs> despicable. How, I want to know how long you can be exposed to Ebola before you show signs. It's a good idea? question. I don't. I don't know what the incubation uh, period is. Between two and twenty-one days. Right. It's going to be That's between right. two and twenty-one days. You think twenty-one days yeah. between then? I'd okay. say around two days mm-hmm. to on the outside three weeks. So we're just. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure we're keeping them, you know, quarantined until we get past sure, that to possible. Make, just to make sure. Well, yeah. I mean, look, the optics might be bad, <laughs> but how does it look? Yeah. That's what I'm. That's, that's what, what I'm concerned, concerned about. Yeah. How does it look? Mm-hmm. I mean, you can talk optics all day if you want. I'm talking about how it looks. Okay. <laughs> of course, wait, wait. If you actually left them in quarantine for 21 days, yeah, then the press would be like, "Oh my gosh, the conditions are so deplorable. How could right. they lock them up in quarantine?" Mm-hmm. Oh, why? There's it's we, a no-win situation. We, we know that. There's no winning this. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. Glenn and Tanya started real estate agents I trust for a really simple reason years ago, and that's to help you sell your home for top dollar as quickly as possible because they had the opposite of that occur several times and especially uh the home they sold in connecticut just sat there for a long time before they lost a ton of money on it it seemed like it was never going to sell uh-huh uh it we, really did we thought they might just have to give it to somebody else <laughs> here this is our gift to you congratulations <laughs> brand new house so what they found as they put together this network of agents is that you know because selling and buying a home is so complicated and it's a tough process to navigate. You have to have a uh, an agent with a long track record of success. And they have to be totally committed. They can't be part-time or inexperienced. They have to know the market, you know, the comparables in your area to help you decide where to price your home to sell it quickly. And they're fans of the show. And that's important because you've got a lot in common with them then. Um, so don't hire a friend or a, a relative or somebody that somebody else says is good and they dabble in this and they do a really good job when they're dabbling. Don't do that. <laughs> Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. We'll introduce you to the best agent in your area. Realestateagentsitrust.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, uh, where the Steve forty two tweets: the Missouri clinic is still open, but women have to schedule abortions using dial up internet. Oh. No, don't no. Oh no, say that isn't so. Oh my gosh, so they can't schedule abortions like they like. <laughs> well, that would be really frustrating for them. You imagine, like any mother. I'm trying not to be one. Right. <laughs> right. Right. With dial-up, you're going to end up being one. Yeah. I mean, by the time it connects, you've already had the baby. It's done. Fortunately, uh, there's some people battling this. Um, there's a homework gap now that shows millions of students lack home internet. What? Yeah. No computer or internet at home. Oh, no. 
Reagan, schools provide them work there. Reagan Bird's homework assignments present a nightly challenge. How much can she get done using just her smartphone? Can you imagine? This is how much <sighs> she can get done by using just her smartphone. <laughs> I thought this was, uh, you know, an industrial age nation. I thought we were kind of high tech. Apparently well, not. Wrong, mister. On the tiny screen, Reagan switches between web pages for research projects, losing track of tabs whenever friends and send messages. And, I hate that because uh, you you're not yeah. able, you're not able to um, turn off the notifications. Right, on that. right. You can't do that. You can't, you it's impossible. Know when those come in. It's impossible. There's no way to do it. It's like the metric system. She uses her thumbs to tap out school papers, but when glitches <laughs> keep her from submitting assignments electronically, I can't take it. She has to write them out by hand. <laughs> by has hand. To run, what, what is this? Uh, China in the 1940s? Caves is this people? Russia? What is this? The Middle Ages? What is going on? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Reagan said, "At least I have something instead of nothing to explain right. the situation." A really good point, Reagan. Really well put. She has something instead, instead of, of nothing. nothing. To exp- yeah, but how does it look? <laughs> and what are the optics? No, what are the optics? On Has it, anybody? Okay, we've talked about the optics and how it looks, but how do people view it? That's what I want to know. Right? How do people view it? That's the question we have not gotten to the bottom <laughs> no, of not. this morning. She get this. She is among nearly three million students around the country who face struggles keeping up with their studies because they must make do without home internet. No. Again, uh, what is this? Madagascar? So No, wait. because Madagascar even has internet. <laughs> right. So it's not. I'm confused, though. So uh-huh. she's using the internet yes. on the phone. Correct. Right. But she doesn't But it's have, a small screen, uh, Jeffy. home internet. Oh, right. maybe she needs a hotspot. Oh, but that would cost more money, you know, because you turn your phone into a hotspot. Get this. In what has become known as the homework gap, an estimated 17% of U.S. students do not have access to computers at home, and 18% don't have home access to broadband internet. It's dial-up. I thought the Lumbee tribe fixed this for us a long long time ago. Thank you. Rhonda Locklear did it. She's from Pembroke. I'm a member of the Lumbee tribe of North Carolina. Right. Bless your heart. Thank you. I have two children. Children. And like any mother, (laughs) I want the best for my boys. Of course you do. Jacob, (laughs) my oldest, is a transferring student to UNC Pembroke. Okay. Right. And Isaac is in the eighth grade at Pembroke Middle School. Not as old as Jacob. Like most families. Mm Across the state, across the state, who either don't have access to high-speed internet, right, who, or who can't or, afford it, or can't afford it, we were stuck with dial-up service in Get our this. home until until two months ago. Just two oh, months ago, just, yeah. I feel that this has Feels. put my family, my sons in particular, in particular no. your son. at a severe disadvantage. Severe, <laughs> it is. It's catastrophic. Isaac depends on the internet right. Isaac, to complete his assignments for school. There you go. There you go. He often uses the often. internet to work on reports, reports. projects, and or often at times or often to at just times. do research. Just do research on porn and you know. I stuff. watch him struggle, struggle with research. the dial-up right. service. Mm, that's true. And observed him get frustrated. Oh no, he got no. because he she could not move around it. on the web. But what was the optic of it? She did observe it, but I wonder what the optic of that was. <laughs> we don't know what it looked like. What, did, what do you think it looked like? I don't man? know what it looked like. <laughs>
<laughs> like he likes and like needed he likes to do. And needed to do. Seemingly easy assignments no. took him hours don't, to complete. Don't oh. say that. Oh. It's very disheartening no. to watch. Honey. Of course it is. Honey. Isaac got very upset, oh. discouraged, yeah. and frustrated. I'm surprised he didn't turn to hard, hard drugs. And maybe he did. <laughs> yeah, I don't maybe know. He did, maybe yeah. he did. Well, I don't know why the Lumbee tribe have. that now has high-speed internet can't just invite all these kids at 17% over mm-hmm. to do their homework. Exactly. Hmm. Because um, he could not do what he needed to do. Lacky lack. As a mother, all right. mother, it breaks my heart right. and causes me to feel. To feel. That I have failed him well, well, in have. some way. And you have. Miserably yes. failed him. You've That's miserably, true. miserably failed. You should be totally ashamed of yourself. Are you crying now? No. For Rhonda no. Locklear? No. no. I'm pissed at Jacob? her. I'm just pe- oh. pissed off. Because she's a failure. Uh, right. He failed her He's kids. a failure. Yeah. You can't surf porn like he likes. At least, so. uh, at least Reagan in the story earlier was mm-hmm. smart enough to use a pencil and a paper. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> they still have those? <laughs> Uh, all right. We haven't figured out how to do the optics on this or, no. or figure out the way it looks, but we can do something about the audio, you know, and, and maybe the way it sounds by getting the wax out of your ears. And there's okay. a great way to do that at home uh, for a lot less than a doctor visit would cost you. Wax RX. It uses physician developed technology, safely and effectively removes earwax buildup, then soothes your ears with a pH conditioned formula. Now you can use Wax RX without a prescription. Nice. Go to WaxRx, uh, use WaxRx.com, use the offer code radio at checkout, and they'll throw in free shipping too. WaxRx, uh, this is great stuff. Um, it even works on Jeffy. It does. Got the gerbils out of both of his ears. <laughs> use WaxRx.com, offer code radio. It's Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blakes. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at Pat Unleashed on uh, Twitter. This is great from uh, Zanzibar hairdresser <laughs> <laughs> from That's Afghanistan really to Zanzibar. Zanzibar. <laughs> uh, this is getting out of hand, and then he shows us this picture of a urinal. Look at this. and. Uh, do we have the Do yeah, we have the picture? Is. Yeah, it's right there. And there it is. There it is. Uh, this is getting out of hand. Somebody put in the urinal. Uh, we've been attempting to reach you regarding your warranty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your car. And they finally your got your car's to him. extended warranty. They Love finally really got funny. to him in the urinal. That's great. That's really funny. <laughs> That's really funny. That shows you how prevalent that obnoxious call is that you get on your cell phone all the time. Mm-hmm. One of the many. Also from uh, my fat cat, Jeffy. (laughs) Uh, My son, Sligai1261, had his wisdom teeth removed this morning. Here's what he had to say in his drug-induced state. Uh, Let's find out. Uh, Jim Crowder's amazing. Okay. Glenn Becky is too. Uh And Jeffy's fat. Hashtag truth hurts. <laughs> I mean, that, that's not really funny. I don't that's understand. Really why funny. Wait, you were laughing. It's really what do you funny. Mean? <laughs> you know it's funny. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not sure. I mean, uh, I'm glad we recorded it though. Yeah. I don't want that just to be, yeah. you know, part of stay with the family. Right. I want to share that. With no, everyone. you you have to share that. Yeah, you have to. You have yes. to. Uh, 
That is mandatory. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Justin Trudeau, who is on a big plastics ban kick right well, now. Oh, good, because we need to be. Thank I mean, you. Yes. Plastic is killing the earth. I don't know if you know that. I do know that. Okay. It's choking it. And, okay, so we want to ban plastic bags, mm-hmm. plastic Anything straws. Anything that you can't use more than once. First run plastic, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Right? Is that what, is that yep. what they call Water it, bottles. Uh, so, I don't know what you'd put the water in if you're not using plastic. Oh, he's going to be tell us. He's right? going to tell us how, what, oh, what his, his family and okay. him are doing. All right. Well, here, yeah. here's Plus he was this. asked a question about the plastics ban and, and what he's doing. Here it is. What do you and your family do to cut back on plastics? We, uh, we have uh, recently switched to drinking uh, water uh, bottles out of uh, water out of uh, when we have water bottles uh, out, of a out of a plastic, out of, uh, sorry, away from plastic no. towards uh, paper, what? Um, like drink box water bottles sort of thing. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, what? You look like an idiot. <laughs> So you've switched wow. to plastic. No, not Just plastic. Not plastic. Oh, wow. no, not the plastic. Uh, the, you not know, the, the, the paper. Uh, we're, we're using can, paper can we box see this? I mean, water the, bottles. Uh, congratulations to AOC. <laughs> wow. Uh, who thought it could be done? Someone looks dumber than you today. Can, wow. Can, can we see that again, Pat? I want to please. Here it is. You and Brilliant. Your family do to cut back on what do you do to cut back? Plastics. Plastic. We, uh, uh, we, uh, uh, we have uh, we've, recently switched uh, to drinking, uh, drinking water bottles out of water bottles uh, water out of, out of uh, water. We have water bottles uh, out of a uh, plastic plastic uh, oh, okay. away sorry, from plastic, plastic no uh, paper paper um, and everything like and such as Okay. Paper box water bottles. Paper box water I mean, there bottles. There are the boxed things. There are the boxed water containers. Yeah. He has no idea the what paper, he's talking about. The paper boxes filled with yeah, water yeah. that we all love at so the Kroger, much. At the Kroger, when you go to the uh, Kroger, the there's water boxed aisle. water. There is, is there. There is. is the there? Water. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's boxed water. Yeah, yeah, and it's made out of paper. It looks like uh, you know, like a milk carton or whatever. Uh-huh. No. Okay, I don't know what I'm talking about. Huh. Well, I mean, it's not but the first time. I've never seen that. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. No, I've never mean, seen and it. Now, I will say that it's it's not everywhere. You know what I mean? People oh, my do, gosh. Look at this. Do, it's, it's boxed, boxed water. water is yeah. better. Look at this. Yeah. But it's not his stupid No, he has no box. idea what he's talking he's about. He's lying. He, he has no idea what he's You know, he hasn't done a thing. No. Not one thing. He hasn't done a thing. He's like, what are they called? The things that we thing. don't use, but probably we should because I'm a hypocrite. You know, the things. You know, the paper uh, juice box. That's why it took thing. him 25 seconds to pull that out of we his butt. We recently started using what you, the plastic bottle. No, no I'm the sorry. Water, not plastic, the water. You know, not the... we started drinking water out of water. <laughs> what? <laughs> At one point, that's what he said. We recently started drinking the water out of water. Wow. You know, the water, the Where plastic does this water. Term up, man. <laughs> so good. So good. He did. So you're, you're drinking the water right out of the water? Right out of the water. So I see it. The water comes in a water container. First, you drink the water container, then you then drink, you drink the, water the water in it. Right. Okay. Drinking right out uh, of it. Interesting. No, the other way. You drink the water, then the water container out of it right <laughs> that guy so this is like an edible plate then sort of right you a, a right. water container holding water right yeah all right okay <laughs> yeah he thought up a lie and he He's thought it up quick zero uh yes my dear there's a light on this tree that won't light on one side so i'm taking it home to my workshop my dear <laughs> it's the grinch thinking up the lie and thinking it up quick
<laughs> that's unbelievable. That's so bad. The uh, you know I I mean we've done a lot of stuff. Uh, we're oh you can't. We're doing I mean it's so many things that we've done in my household. I can't even remember them all. Give me one. Well, like it's the you know the thing we're we've, we're doing the thing we, where you get rid of the. Well, we it, we drink it out of plastic. No, no not, not plastic. plastic. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> we're drinking water out of water. That's what we're doing. <laughs> he comes up with boxed water. I love it. He's and apparently for, there is. Yeah, yeah, there is boxed water, and, and mm-hmm. I've I've seen it out there. And in fact, I have one on like on the top of my refrigerator that someone bought me a long time ago. Really? Uh, yeah. You got a box have, of water. Yeah, is it box like, of water. Is that okay. your like Armageddon supply? Is yes. it sitting up there for any particular yes, reason? Is. He's mm. up for re-election in October, by the way. Canada, don't screw this, this up again. This year? Wow. Wow. Well, does he still look good? What are the optics yes, on he does. him? <laughs> I, I think if you view well, him Jeffy from... was quick to answer that question. Yeah, oh, he yes, was. He does. He's a good-looking man. But I mean, just, I'm, he, he, uh, he screwed up a lot. He's a country, socialist, so and he's a moron. Yeah. Uh, and it's embarrassing that he's a world leader. That's embarrassing. <laughs> so he may win that. again. He, he probably will. Probably will, because that's the way the world is going, right? Uh, 888-933-93. Interesting uh, little ranking here about the states where you can have the most fun. <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever Jeffy, seen a most fun state list most before. Most fun? Yeah, where nice. you can do the most cool things. Uh, these states offer a variety acti- of activities. And... Uh, they rank so them by they range from or? movie costs to accessibility yeah, okay. of national parks to casinos per capita. Oh wow! I mean, that's a weird measurement, but um, they, well, they funded this study. Yeah, probably, <laughs> probably. So, who would you think is the most fun state in the United States of America? Well, off the top of my head, I'd say Florida. Okay, they're number two. Yeah, California, obviously number yeah, the one. Coast, yeah. Uh, California and Florida, they've got all the. You know, they have all the great amusement yep. parks. And casinos. Casinos. And weather. Yes. New York was third, followed by Washington. Colorado, I guess, for skiing. Yeah. Nevada, uh, for gambling, of course. And you're going to have yeah. a lot of casinos per capita there. Minnesota, Pennsylvania, Oregon, and Texas rounds out the oh, top nice. ten. Now, uh, Hawaii, which I think is kind of fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hawaii's got a lot. 25th. 25th. That's weird. And then I love this because... But that's also accessibility, though, right? Maybe. I mean, that's got to have something maybe, to do Maybe with that's what drops yeah. him down so far. Uh, but the states who always do poorly in every single poll, <laughs> study, or survey are at the bottom of this list, too. Mississippi at 49. They're just not fun. There's nothing to do in Mississippi. A, you know, Mississippi is prettier than you give it credit for, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you, I've driven through it a couple times, and it's like, it's really pretty. This isn't a list of the prettiest states. It's, <laughs> it's the not most a list fun. Of, well, if you drive okay. through it and you think, man, it looks good. And at number 50, <laughs> West Virginia. Oh, I guess yeah. coal mining just isn't fun. It isn't fun. <laughs> it isn't fun. Now you see all says those people. you. Says yeah. me. You see all those people walking yeah. around with low coal back, and you're like, oh, no. Ah, come on. I that's not for that. me. Nope. All right, 888 We're going to talk to uh, Paul Kangor uh, about his new book um, in just a second here. First, uh, let me take 60 seconds to tell you about Patriot Mobile. Most of us can't afford to donate to the political and social causes we believe in. Our money's tied up, you know, putting food on the table, keeping a roof over our head, paying mortgage and paying for the utilities. Well, like cell phones, for instance, and every month you give money to the major carriers. Then they give your money to left-wing causes that promote abortion, 
sanctuary cities. They take away your gun rights and censorship. Well, Patriot Mobile is the only phone company that does the opposite. They believe in the same America you do. And that's why thousands of Blaze listeners and viewers have made the switch. And for a limited time, it just got easier. Right now, you can get a free month of service on all new lines with the offer code BLAZE. With unlimited talk and text plans starting as low as $25, there's never been a better time to switch on over. More than $2 million has been raised since the company's founding. Imagine what we could do if we all joined this fight. Get a free month of service on your new line with the offer code BLAZE at PatriotMobile.com. That's PatriotMobile.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. We are joined today by Paul Kangor, author of a new book called The Divine Plan. Uh, Paul, welcome to the Blaze. Hey, Pat. Good to be with you. Thanks. You too. You too. We haven't. I don't think we've talked to you since. Uh, have we talked to you since the whole the communist? Uh, yeah, the mentor of Barack Obama time. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, we spent a lot of time on that. Yes, <laughs> we did. Uh, yeah. and yes, we 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 did talk. I, I did a book called A Pope and a President about about Ronald Reagan and John That's Paul. That's right. Yeah, right. that was back in 2017. And in fact, this book, The Divine Plan, is basically a follow up to that. And oh, what, what? Yeah, yeah. So so what what happened was. I, I, we did a Pope and a President in 2017, and okay. that was the 100th anniversary of the Bolshevik Revolution, uh, the Fatima stuff, right, the stuff that happened with Fatima. Mm-hmm. We even talked about that on the air. And, and so that book inspired uh, the filmmaker, Robert Orlando, to do a documentary film on Reagan and John Paul II called The Divine Plan. And in fact, so that film will be out this fall for the 30th anniversary of the collapse of communism. Wow. And, and yeah, and, and it had, there was, he interviewed 14 people for that film, and there was so much great material. I mean, everybody produced like 20 pages of transcripts of interviews. And you know how this goes, right? For a documentary film, you can use about two minutes, two minutes. of what everybody says. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so we said, the publisher of A Pope and a President said, it would be, it'd be great if we could publish this as a book, right? Take some of the Divine Plan film documentary stuff and spin it off into a companion book. And so this book that we released this week, The Divine Plan, is basically a, a companion book to that film. Uh, yeah, and, and it's really about how uh, Ronald Reagan and John Paul II sort of combined to help end the Cold War, right? I mean... That's right, that's right. These yeah, men were... Fact- they were both nearly assassinated in 1981. What, six weeks apart? Something like that? Yeah. Oh, right. Only six weeks apart. And the, and the cover art for the book is really, really dramatic. They, they have like two bullet holes right, oh, wow. right above the two men while they're shaking right. hands. And, and it was, uh. yeah, it was March 30th, 1981 that Reagan was shot. And then uh, it was May 13th, 1981, that John Paul II was shot. And, and wow. so everybody, you know, people who lived through it, like, like you and I, and I mean, we, I was, how, boy, how old was I? I think 14 years old at the time. But, but everybody remembers that, that, that those two were shot. But everybody mm-hmm. forgets today that it was only six weeks apart. And, and they both believed, I mean, you would think, of course, that a pope would think this way, but maybe not a president, although Reagan was much more religious than everybody thought. 
but but they they believe that God had spared their lives for this divine purpose hmm. according to this divine plan. They both use that language. They they came together. They met a year later at the Vatican in June 1982. And they said to one another that they believed that God had spared their lives for a special purpose, which was to take down and defeat atheistic Soviet communism. And so, so this new film documentary and this new book, The Divine Plan, goes through all of that. And, and it also considers just that it's a deeper philosophical, theological kind of deep dive into you know, what what is the divine plan for for history for people's lives for individuals because i i think everybody has this some some sort of a sense that boy why am i here right i mean it's yeah. the oldest question that humanity has ever asked is is there a divinity out there and if so how is it shaping my ends what what is my plan and so even in this modern morally relativistic secular age in west and in in america you still have people, you know, even in liberal states like California, where you, now the, pretty, the, the largest spiritual group that's growing is probably witches, <laughs> of all things, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But, but, you, but you still have people thinking to themselves, I know there's something out there, right? What, yeah. what, what is it? Do I, do I have a plan? Do I have a divine plan? And, and these two guys, Ronald Reagan and John Paul II, both former actors, felt that way on this this international stage of life in the 1980s. So they did actually conspire together, for lack of a better term, conspire together to try to uh, bring down the Soviet Union. And they've actually discussed this with yeah, each other? Yeah, they did. And, and it's quite amazing. You think about all the history here. So Ronald Reagan turned to John Paul II at the Vatican, June 1982. They're meeting alone in the Vatican Library for about an hour. And, and the, the non-Polish, you know, non-Catholic president turns to the, to the Polish Catholic Pope, and Reagan said to him, hope remains in Poland, in your country. He said, we working together can keep it alive. And, and they pledged at that point to do whatever both sides could, the Reagan White House and the Vatican, to keep alive the solidarity movement, Lekwalesa, as the wedge that could, that could take down the Iron Curtain, that could be drawn into the, could be pounded into the communist bloc. And, and right now we're having this conversation. Last week, everybody noted that, oh, June 4th, 1989, this is the 30th anniversary of Tiananmen Square. Correct. Everybody forgets that just within hours after Tiananmen Square, June 4th, 1989, Poland held free and fair elections. And Mm. that was supposed to happen at Yalta, right? 1945. Mm -hmm. And so those those were the first free and fair elections in the communist bloc. Mikhail Gorbachev would even say when, when that happened in Poland, I knew that that threatened the entire breakup of the socialist bloc. I mean, that was wow. like lighting a fuse that would run all the way to the base of the Berlin Wall, which, which blew up in November of 89. But, but everybody forgets that it, it was the elections in Poland first that Reagan and John Paul II worked to try to make happen that really led to ultimately to the breach in the Iron Curtain. We're talking with uh, best-selling author and political science professor Paul Kangor. Um, Paul, can you believe in light of um, everything that happened with the Soviet Union, with with bringing 
down the wall uh, with winning the Cold War uh, and all of the subsequent changes that have happened in the world, that we would be at a place now where college campuses and elected officials are turning to socialism now? I mean, what is well, going on? Well, well, sadly, Pat, yeah, I can. And, and it's because I, I've seen this coming for a long time. And, and I remember, in fact, uh, probably you and I and Glenn, back when we were talking about uh, that book, The Communists, back when it was at 2012, 2013, and mm-hmm. we were talking about the failure to teach this stuff in schools, right? Yeah. Uh, how, how bad the public schools are, how bad the universities are. I mean, I've been giving a speech for Young America's Foundation back to the 1990s called Why Communism is Bad, where I, <laughs> where I travel around to different campuses and I've got college Republican groups begging me to come there and explain to students on campus why communism is bad. Are they allowing you on campuses, Paul? Well, <laughs> but it's, it, it's funny. I could have a long conversation about this, but, but I, I'll, go in, I'll go to these classrooms. It'll be packed with students. There won't be a single professor there. Uh, in fact, one of the only times that there was a professor there, it was a professor who was, who was an emigre from Poland. <laughs> he, he, he was in the engineering wow, department. Difference. He told me he was the only Republican that he knew of on, on a faculty of like 120 people. Yeah, because he's but, seen he the fruits of, of communism. He understands. Right. That's, that's where right. you're going to get, you know, that's where you're going to get like-minded people is when they come from the Soviet bloc and they understand yeah. what we're up against here. Well, and I told him, too, I, I said, do you feel intimidated on campus? He said, he said, look, I survived communism. I don't care what they say about me, right? That's Be great. not afraid, the, the words of John Paul II. But, but think about this. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, if I'm right about this, this is off the top of my head, but I think she was born in 1989, right, guys? Uh, I think I'd so. Have, I'd have to look it Probably up. Sounds, I think so. Right. Yeah, because she's so very she, close to a thirty now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so when 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 elections are being held in Poland, she, she's in her mother's womb. She's. I, I mean, she 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 she's a, yeah. she's an infant when when the Berlin Wall comes down. If she was even born yet, I think she was born about the time that the mm. Berlin Wall came down. Yeah. So, so they they have no memory. Of you know, forget uh, Reagan and John Paul II and Gorbachev. Probably can't even spell Gulag. Probably doesn't <laughs> even know what that is. And and then and then to be, be handed over to the the public schools and then our wretched, horrible universities. Yeah, yeah. She would learn none of that there. And as right. we've talked about in the past, sometimes the only thing that they, they learn about the Cold War. Um, if there's a bad Joe in the Cold War, it's not Joe Stalin. It's Joe McCarthy. Right, yeah, right, right. So what exactly. Was bad about the Cold War, oh, Joe McCarthy was bad about the Cold right. War. Right, witch hunt, right. all that stuff. McCarthyism, yeah, witch hunt, witch yeah. hunt. We don't want to talk about communism. That's that, that's when you start blacklisting people and shutting up, taking people's free speech. Right, McCarthyism, yeah. McCarthyism. The other, so, the so other thing that's interesting. The other thing that's interesting to note is, uh, you know, when you think of uh, John Paul II, is boy, we have a different situation in this Pope now, oh, a different a mindset, fact. don't we? Yes, uh, we, yeah, we sure do. Completely different feel completely to this different. Pope. Yeah, completely different. And and I, I won't pick on Donald Trump here in saying this, but it, it, I think it's just a key point. With Reagan and John Paul II, you had two guys that thought almost completely alike, right? I mean, yeah. you could... They could check the box commonality on probably nine out of ten issues, and I can't even say what would be the one where they disagreed. I mean, they 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 shared completely this this worldview. 
They both believe, if you ask both of them, what's the greatest threat to the world, without hesitation, they would have said atheistic Soviet communism. And then they had this incredibly unique bond where they were both almost assassinated within six weeks of each other. And, and I remember when Donald Trump went and visited with Pope Francis. This was just a few months into his presidency. And, and kudos to Trump for, for doing that, reaching out, mm-hmm. right? First few months of his presidency, he goes to the Vatican. And I was not surprised that they got along well. And you know, the liberals were saying, oh, this is going to be a dogfight. They're going to be at each other's throats. The Pope's <laughs> going to tell them, you're not a Christian, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and and, and you know, Francis didn't do that. He, you know, he was merciful. He was gracious. They got along. But even then, if someone would have pulled them aside and said, hey, both of you write down on a card here what you think are the top five threats to the world. And then they, you'd write them, they'd write them down and you look and say, you guys haven't picked anything that, that you agree on, right? Francis, it might have been, uh, oh, ecology, the environment, yeah, climate change. global warming, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. And Trump, it might have been immigration. And, but, but there's, Which is completely so, opposite of the Pope, by the way. <laughs> right, yeah, the com- he wants the us to open office. up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, right, and, and I and I do and I do understand how the Pope sees the world. He he heads a Catholic Church. Catholic means universal, so he's got this church literally without borders. And if he sees migrants escaping the Middle East, he just wants countries to take him in. But but at the same time, he's got to understand that nations and presidents have constitutions. Right, yeah. they yep. have national security. They have borders. Mm-hmm. Nations have borders, and there's only so many people you could take in. So, and, I, and Francis has said that on occasion, that he does understand that countries have to look at this differently than he does. I don't know that he but, believes that, though. Yeah. Right, right, right. But, but, but clearly, it, it's, it's a shame that right now you don't have a pope and a president that, that have a sort of commonality of purpose. Yeah. That they could unite to defeat whatever the, you know, the crucial international enemy is that you had in Ronald Reagan and John Paul II. And, of course, Reagan and John Paul II saw that as part of the divine plan. They, they believed that, that God had shaped their purposes and their mm-hmm. lives to bring them together at that point in the 1980s. The Divine Plan is the name of the book. John Paul II, Ronald Reagan, and the Dramatic End of the Cold War. Where can people pick this up, Paul? Yeah, go to Amazon.com, and there's also a website, uh, the Divine Plan Movie. DivinePlanMovie.com. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, Nice job on this. Uh, And as always, uh, great work. Uh, We'll see you again tomorrow on Pat Gray Unleashed. 